With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside. Final hour tonight of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Arman. Hey, buddy. Warriors are your NBA. I know, I know, I know. I've been wearing this all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we've talked a lot of winners and losers. I got another winner for you. You do? Yeah. Okay, go ahead, buddy. The ongoing sparring on Twitter taken to radio, some of which we would not be able to play, uh, but we'll find it and we'll tweet it out from our buddies Petrus and Money with their visit with James Worthy a couple weeks ago. Worthy and Cedric Maxwell have been going at it for quite a while, right? Obviously, the two-storied franchises tied for most titles, all of that. And at one point, remember when the Lakers waxed the Celtics? in the uh, regular season, and James Worthy couldn't light up that cigar and start laughing fast enough? Well, tonight he started tagging Cedric Maxwell on all sorts of tweets, including the (laughs) Steph Curry little uh, sleeping motion with the game on in the background. So James Worthy, 
one of your great winners tonight. <laughs> Why? Because the Celtics also don't get that extra ring and extra banner. You know, the thing about the Celtics, and when we take a look at the series on the whole, Jason Tatum's going to get a lot of the blame, right? And absolutely so, because like I said, I feel awful. I feel shame that I told you what a great player he was, what a great player he was becoming, becoming a top five player in the league. The, the NBA Finals would be his crowning achievement. I feel a lot of shame. I feel awful. I feel like I perpetrated a fraud on you, and that's, and that's on me. I, I, that's on me for believing in the wrong guy. I, I'm sorry. I, I can't believe he was playing as poorly as he was. Now, Rick Buecher joined us last hour and did say that he wouldn't be surprised if we find out in the next few days that Tatum was playing through some kind of injury just because he didn't look the yeah. same explosive guy that could get the ball to the hoop. Now, he doesn't didn't know anything. He said, I wouldn't be surprised to see it because it was very unlike Jason Tatum. Now, we know but, he had the shoulder. Like, mm-hmm. that was pretty well chronicled, right? And then there were a couple of ta- entanglements with Draymond Green where he was doing the sh- shifting and adjusting and all of that but that wouldn't account for the explosiveness and others that rick is talking about obviously he still gutted out 40 minutes if you take it away from tatum and this gets to the one guy we should talk about with more than four rings and that's steve kerr okay steve kerr now with nine rings right as a player, five as a player, now four as a coach. I mean, just think about this. His time in the NBA, you know, he like he has a he has a ring every four, like every five years, he averages a ring. Right, that's why in, in, in over thirty some odd years, he averages a ring every four years. That's pretty sweet. Um, he was able to do exactly what he wanted to do following game one. Because the one thing you don't see, and and this gets into where Ime Odoka really has a lot to answer for, is because the Celtics win game one, and they're one of the few NBA teams that just got worse as the finals go on. Unless you are completely overmatched, and I get it, that happens in the finals. You know, you make it, but the, you know, the opposing team is so good, it's a sweep, it's a five-game series, there's games that aren't competitive. I, I get that part of it. But this wasn't a, a series that, hey, the Warriors were the overwhelming favorites. The Celtics' defense you know, was really, really good, best defense in the NBA. And as the series went on, the Celtics just got worse. And that doesn't happen. And and the adjustments that Steve Kerr and the Warriors were able to make after game one, defensively especially, being able to shut down the Celtics was amazing. It was a master's class for Steve Kerr. But more so than that, I look at Ime Udoka, and what did we get was the big message coming out of the Celtics locker room. Was Udoka saying, stop playing like blank blanks, right? Let's do this. Let's. That's all the Celtics would say. Not to say they did no X's and O's, because obviously, you know, they tried to figure figure things out but I felt like the overwhelming message from Udoka the last few days especially when he's came I've been over this I've been over this I've been over this with them that's kind of what he said after game five I felt like the overwhelming message was play harder play harder play harder and and that's not a strategy it's a strategy if you guys are are, are just kind of hanging out and you don't see any any sort of desire to win but I felt like that was the message that kept getting out we got to play harder got to play harder play harder we got to figure it out we got to play harder play harder you can only tell you can only, I mean play harder will only get you so far and when you're in the end really did I do I really think the Celtics weren't playing hard enough no of course not they were they just did nothing different in trying to figure out the Boston Celtics nothing 
different offensively. There were no wrinkles. There, there was no, when, when the Warriors would try to send Tatum and Brown to their left, there was nothing they did to, to try to, to figure it out otherwise. They would still try to make shots and they wouldn't go in. Right? They, they, had no, they didn't know what to do when, when they were double teamed and still here we are in the middle of game six and they're making the wrong play out of double teams. Are, are they practicing? I mean, that's why I feel like the message was just, hey, play harder. No, you gotta, you gotta want it. You gotta, you gotta play. Like that was what I felt Udoka's message to the war, to the to the Celtics was. And that's what we got in public, and I didn't see a lot of, hey, this is how they're trying to combat what the Warriors are doing. I didn't get any sense that they were doing one thing that forced the Warriors to do anything different defensively than once they saw Game One. Okay, we got to clamp down. We can't give them the outside threes as much as we gave them in the first game. Those guys aren't going to hit it. We have we feel pretty good. We know what we need to do to shut these guys down, and they did. And there was nothing the Celtics did. And that's on Ime Udoka. Yeah, that, that's on a way, to, outside of getting upset and calling your guys' names. Uh, uh, yeah, playing harder is great, but it's also about finding a way when the matchups aren't working. And, and, and you have the personnel. It's not like they didn't have the personnel. They had good players on the team. They had a defense. They were a bad matchup for the Warriors during the regular season, right? The Celtics did great. And, and Marcus Smart against Steph Curry in the regular season was awesome. Held Steph Curry some of his lowest point totals over the course of his career. They had the horses, and they couldn't adjust in the finals. So I look at Udoka saying, if you want to say Tatum's a microcosm on the court, hey, bigger part of it is they still had the other players to get this done, and they couldn't do it. And look at it overall, right? Your, your message, I take it another way of be smarter with the basketball. Because you just go in the, the tail of the tape and just go through all of the turnover totals throughout the series, and it was an embarrassment. Just time and again, and, and obviously Jason Tatum's wearing it the most because he topped 100 for the playoffs, which is just amazing on a whole other level, right? To that level of defensive collapse upon him and bad decision-making. Because that was the thing, once again, with the Celtics tonight. Jason, how many times did you see the, I'm in trouble, hey, my guy's on the other arc, uh, let's throw it across the court. Like, what are you playing, dodgeball? Someone's getting in the way. Someone's finding the back end of that. I mean, you go through the the series. Go back to game one. 12 turnovers. Okay, cool. That's fine. They actually won that turnover battle. Uh, Golden State had 14. 12. Game two, 18. The blowout loss. Game three, 16-point win. 12. And then three straight losses, 15, 18, and tonight they decided to really lay it on the line with 22. I mean, that's that's the tale of the tape, being bad with the basketball. So I think that was Adoka's larger point there of the stop playing like blanks. Where's my intensity? And stop giving the ball away. Like, it's one thing if a guy makes a good play on you and Draymond's really good at reading and baiting you into a pass in the lane, give him credit where where it's due. But there are a lot of just careless, silly things. Picking up your dribble out front and having the guy literally reach in and grab the ball. And then you get nervous, which means you drop it, and they take it away from you. Because you don't want to get the reach-in foul going the other way. I mean, there were a number of instances like that. So for the Celtics, I mean, just really, for all of the, the toughness that they'd shown, the resiliency in past series, they had a couple of good fourth quarters, right? Game one, game three, that's great. Fourth quarters, uh, otherwise, uh, some really disappointing efforts and disappearing acts. And I don't know what's what's up with Jason Tatum, but we do it in football. I'm going to do it in basketball. He was on the court for 40 minutes. Okay, if he's if he's that injured 
and it's that to that level of detriment, then you know other decisions need to be figured out. But they got nothing from their bench tonight either, right? When you look at Derek White was uh, a bystander, your guy, your yeah, guy, my, don't forget my your guy. guy. He no. is your guy. No, I'll wear it. No, no, you got to wear that because he was your guy. He's always been your guy. Your guy. Well, what did I tell you before the series? They you needed big numbers out of him and Al Horford if you're winning. Well, Al Horford got his shot going to where he became the what one A to Jalen Brown for much of the fourth quarter over the aforementioned Jason Tatum. But Derek White was a non-factor, right? You got nothing from your bench in this game whatsoever. And, you know, tail of the tape. Also, you go to three-point shots, the offensive rebound edge cleaned up in the final minutes. But when it mattered, Warriors with a decided advantage there. What did it get you? More wide-open three-point looks. And they hit, what, eight more three-point shots. That's it. There's your tail of the tape. Look, it's it's one thing if I thought the Celtics were doing were doing things differently, but it was the same. It was it was the same mistakes all the time. It was mm-hmm. the same turning the ball over. It was the same bad pass. It's what are you working? I mean, I I don't understand. I don't understand anything that they tried to do. And I get that Udoka looked very frustrated at times. And did suddenly they're not listening to you? Suddenly they're 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 not listening to the message anymore. Is is that what's happening? Or are the Warriors doing something that's suddenly forcing you into this? Yes, Tatum's turned the ball over the entire playoff. Okay, so let's figure out a way where Tatum's not turning the ball over, right? Let's figure something else out. And they couldn't. And they couldn't figure out. Let's try something a little bit different. Let's try this. And, and, and they just couldn't do it. And, you know, I, I didn't see, and that's, that's, that, this is my fault. This, this is not shame. This is not shame. Not shame. This is not shame. The, when I, not stop. Shame. No, no, no. Shame. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is shame. shame. Yes, I will wear Jason Tatum. That's shame. But I, I didn't think the difference between Kerr and Udoka would be so uh, stark in, in this series. As, as, and, and, I, and I should have, because as great a coach as Steve Kerr is, I mean, there's a reason why the Warriors were a team that was getting to sixth place at best before he showed up, and in one year, suddenly, we're a dynasty. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't see that, and I should have. And that, that's what I feel bad about for me, personally. It's not, I didn't, not, no shame, no shame, I didn't, but in, in evaluating the series, no, 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 I don't take shame, shame on that. I get shame on Tatum. Shame. But but Kerr versus Zudoka, I should have seen more of that. And 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 in and now retrospect, it looked like it was something easy that you should have been able to see. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the experience, right, and how decidedly one-sided that was coming in, and obviously the championship ped- pedigree. Uh, we talked with Rick Buecher last hour and the importance of climbing that mountain again, and 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 it's something you and I had talked about quite a bit in the regular season and into the playoffs, Jason, of, you know, the core three plus Steve Kerr and, you know, waving at at uh, Kevin Durant as they rose towards an, another title. But more so with all of the injuries, inconsistency, Draymond and whether he'd lost his love of basketball and whatever that part of the journey is, I'm sure it'll be chronicled more in his podcast now in the postseason. But, and I don't mean that in with, with any type of derision, I think I, I'm curious to see how much more he expands on it, right? Because he's talked about it, you know, in, in talking with his son and bringing him to post-game press conferences and everything else. It's an interesting, you know, part of the, the basketball psyche. For the, the Celtics side of things, just thought there were enough of the young guns that they'd be able to rise up. And for Jason Tatum, I guess we should have listened to Adoka a little more when he was talking about 
Tatum not being able to understand or accept where he is as a player, i.e. heading towards stardom, and that he gets in his head. And for the Celtics in general, one thing, if I'm, if I'm on that coaching staff, I'm cutting up every instance of them sprinting over to an official to complain. You're not Draymond Green. You're not Steph Curry. You're not Steve Kerr. You guys haven't earned those calls that you're complaining about just yet. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Can hear from Steve Kerr coming up in a couple minutes as he now has nine titles. Nine. Nine. Five as a player, four as a coach. He almost has enough rings for each hand. I got the player hand, I got the coach hand. He could go double Thanos. Player hand, coach hand. (laughs) Um, But with the Warriors championship tonight, let's give the proper credit where it's due to why the Warriors are able to win the title this year. Steph Curry's the MVP. Was he was he great in the finals? 100%. He was the best player. There was nobody else deserving. The narrative was there for him already. All he had to do was show up and score 25 a game. He was better than that. Warriors win the NBA title. But in our conversation with Rick Buecher, it really is a light into what it means to be able to get the right players around your stars and that's something that's not talked about enough because this last era of the NBA Mike has been well just put three superstars out there and we'll figure it out right because that's what LeBron and the Heat did in the beginning like the Heat remember when they when the Heatles first came around it was LeBron and Wade and Chris Bosh and that was the majority of their salaries they had like five players on the team and they had no money for anybody else but what happened the Heat got it together they went to four straight finals they won two of them it worked so that's kind of the impression that we had hey, this is how you do it. Just put stars together, and and because they're all so good, you can fill in with whoever. It's not the case. And the Warriors are your shining example of it, right? Because why did they win the first time around? Yes, they had Steph, they had Clay, and what they did offensively was amazing. But they also had really good role players, right? We talked about Andre Iguodala, who won finals MVP the first time around. We talked about Sean Livingston. I mean, they had guys, Harrison Barnes. They had guys. They had good bench players. They had their second unit come in, and they would expand the lead. All right? So guys like Steph and Clay only had to play 31, 32 minutes a game. They could sit for over a full quarter because, yeah, we're good. We're up by 10. We can sit for 10 minutes, and we come back in we're up by 16 and we're well rested and we're not getting a lot of tread on our tires this is why Steph is playing so well at 34 because his minutes have been down and he hasn't played he's not playing 38 40 minutes a game he doesn't do that so the first time remember it was a really good bench and really good supporting cast the Warriors had well after the dynasty ended you know getting Kevin Durant always helps uh what happened the Warriors team was not very good Right? They were the worst team in the league two years ago. They had a lot of injuries. Steph was hurt. He missed time. And boy, the Warriors, everybody was getting their revenge because this is, okay, you beat up on us for five years. Now we're getting you because your team is simply not very good. Last year, they couldn't even make it into the playing round. And it was Steph having a great year where people thought he should be the MVP of the league. Couldn't even get in the playing round. So what happened this year? 
Steph was still Steph, right? It's not like Steph Curry was anything better than the terrific awesome outstanding player that he's been he was really really good clay came back and was clay the same player not really clay was okay and there's going to be a big question in the offseason can we go forward next year and keep the dynasty rolling with clay playing a lot of minutes i don't think you can he's due a lot of money and clay as, as much as oh game six clay game six clay uh clay was just all right right why did they win this year? What did, what did we see out of the Warriors that they didn't have? They filled the spots around Steph Curry with the right guys, right? Draymond Green rededicating himself to basketball, certainly that's a big deal, right? Because the last two years, it's like, ah, you know what? We're not good. I'm, I'm taking this year off, right? I'm, I don't even need to. I'm good. I'm taking the year off. So him rededicating himself was great. But – Otto Porter Jr. becoming a great role player. They figured it out there, right? Kevon Looney always finding some way to contribute, whether it's a 10-5 and game or a 5-10 and game. Gary Payton, terrific, right? In the, in the 18 to 20 minutes he plays over the course of a game, he's always in the high pluses, and he fills up the box score. Jordan Poole was becoming a borderline all-star until he sort of hit the wall a little bit uh, with the, a number of minutes he was playing, plus when... Clay Thompson came back. Jordan Poole was playing a little bit less, but he's still a really great player coming off the bench, and Poole had incredible moments here in the NBA Finals. Uh, and, and this is, you didn't get anything from James Wiseman and Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, they found the right guys around the stars, and that's that's so important, and, and it's blown off because, it's, well, we figured the guy should be able to play. Look at the Lakers, man. Okay, the Lakers had LeBron and Anthony Davis, and those guys were in and out of the lineup, and they couldn't stay in. Who else is going to carry that load? Nobody, because Russell Westbrook stunk, and they had nobody else. They let Alex Caruso go. All the, all the, a lot of important guys from 2020 are all gone. I mean, that's what does it. You know, stars win championships, yeah, but you got to have those right support players in place or you're not going to win. It's so important, and nobody talks about it enough. And there's no bigger example than the Warriors who found this way because there's nothing really different from them last year to this year except, hey, we got guys playing in different spots, and Looney's now starting at center, and Jordan Poole takes a big three-year jump. This is not we went out and got a big-time free agent. You know, this is Andrew Wiggins' second year, and he's able to improve, right? becoming an all-star player and someone who could have been NBA Finals MVP his second year with the team was better for him they got the right guys surrounding the stars and we don't talk about it enough and we should yeah it's something we talk about it a lot with the the NFL certainly uh you and I on this show me yelling on Sunday mornings with with Bucky Brooks the the talking of organizational behavior and continuity and consistency and just overall philosophy, right? And one thing you have with the Warriors, they're not afraid to spend money, right? Because they're in luxury tax, like, and most teams would de- deem it luxury tax hell. They look and go, all right, guys up, let's keep going, all right? Pay the luxury tax. I like winning games. And then you start doing the math of what it co- what you earn for each playoff home game, even if you go 6-6 six and six, like the uh, Celtics did. Uh, in the playoffs this year. That's still a lot of home dates and a lot of gate uh, and, and revenue that starts flowing in. But for the Warriors, Clay Thompson was good at times, exceptional, right? And defensively had some stretches where he was able to play. I don't know what he is four months from now, right? Do we see more consistency to where he is physically? 
because someone said he, he hit the top of the mountain and he's on the, the down downward side. And it's just a question of how big that slide is, right? What's the slope if we want to get into our old uh, math classes? And that's about as far as I'm going to go because most of us have forgotten most of the math we learned back in the day. But <laughs> what we're looking at, right, Wiseman wasn't available. Moody, Kaminga, you saw him at the end of the game because it was a blowout, at least Kaminga anyway. So now you figure out what the next component parts are. And when you've got organizational stability in your front office, nobody's running out the door. Your head coach, who now has nine rings, right, played with the best, learned from the best. Now you argue he is the best. You know what you're going into the season, and a guy you can trust knows where he needs to tinker with the roster going forward and the minutes. And they'll have to make a decision on Andrew Wiggins. They'll have to decide you know, what the price of poker is for Jordan Poole because there's already video of both of them standing around laughing going, we're going to get a bag. We're going to get a bag because, yeah, it's time to go get that bag and get paid. But you've got one of few organizations that you hold up and say they consistently know how to get it done. And even those two years when everybody declared him dead, I, I know on this show I certainly didn't. Like, yes, they'll come back in some iteration, some some reformation, uh, and they'll be competitors. Did you think they'd get to the top? And, nah, I, I thought it would be a little little longer maybe. Maybe another year before that was there, especially with Clay coming back off that injury and not – expecting him to to shine but you know he found his spots and started playing heavy minutes pretty fast so congratulations to to organizational stability that's all i'm going to say i'm going to raise my cup and say this is how it works and when you've got a superstar at, at, at the head in steph curry that recognizes how things need to change and has some adaptability because that's the other part that needs to get credit even going back to the kevin durant arrival I'm sure he had uh, many tense conversations, but ultimately realized it was for the best. Likewise, going forward, uh, I hope he gets paid an extra consultant fee. <laughs> Look, you had players who were newer to the team, and this is players they had to go out and get that they knew, hey, a year or two into this, and, and these are the right guys, right? These are the right fits. And you had players who were newer to the team who took big jumps, like Wiggins and Poole, right? Guys who took smaller jumps, but a jump like Peyton, and guys who became instantly reliable like Otto Porter Jr., right? I mean, that's you're, you're talking about four guys mm-hmm. that suddenly go, and you go from a team that we're lucky to make the playoffs to now are an NBA champion. I mean, we didn't really add anybody to the team other than the guys we got that we thought were going to let it bake, let it marinate a little bit, and then let's see what happens in a year or two. And and here they are, NBA champions. And Wiggins and Poole are both young guys, right? Peyton's only 29. Porter is young. I mean, these are support guys that you're hoping to keep for a long time. And if you're Steph and you're Clay, are you going to take less money to to keep that going? I, I know Steph will. You know, if, if it comes to it, to keep it going, he wants. Clay might not. Clay might be, I've, I've got to do something to prove I'm one of the top 50 players of all time. I can't believe I'm not on that list. Uh, but they will be able to figure that out. Well, Clay's it's still got two be- years on his deal. He does, but you know, at look, forty and forty-three million dollars, yeah, Clay is Clay's a guy though that uh, future Laker. He might be replaceable. He might be re- more replaceable than you think. You know, it's not like it's not like he was really great leading them to the title. He was not as good. 
He was not. The, it was. Yeah, it, but it was did he over? But, but, but was he better than you would have anticipated coming off of how much time he missed? He was. No, he wasn't. Honestly, because I thought he would always shoot well. I thought at least even if he's not as dynamic, he's going to shoot well, and he does. And he didn't. Right now, he was. Well, he you would still got to get your legs and explosiveness. Well. And... Right. But he played. But I mean, part of it is he played too many minutes well, off that's, the that's jump. Sure. Right? Yeah. You're coming right back after not playing two years, and Steve Kerr's got him out there for 20 minutes a night, and then he's up to 30 minutes a night in like a month. Ah, oh, dude, you can't do that. That's why Clay Thompson was so, was was so up and down uh, in the playoffs because he hit a wall and he couldn't hit shots. Right? When your legs go, your legs go. And this doesn't mean that Clay suddenly is a bad player, but is he the same guy? No, he's not. No, uh, certainly know, he, not. He is at that same. But can player. he be? The answer is I don't know. Yeah, the answer is like that's why I say like, of of all the other of all these guys, these are the guys you have to be more loyal to when you're trying to keep this thing going. The younger guys that are playing that aren't going to be as much money when you re-sign them because as good as Wiggins and Poole are, they're not going to get clay money. And you know, other guys like Gary Payton and Porter, you're going to keep around. Uh, the, these are the guys that brought you that championship. Yeah, some I mean, extra they, love to Gary Payton too, though. Getting back on the court, we all thought he was done, right, with that injury. <laughs> And then he kept himself in shape and, and gave them some big minutes in these final couple of games. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. So shout out Wiggins, Poole, Peyton, and Porter. Shout out to Wiggins and the three Ps. You guys won. Steph Curry stinks. He's overrated. Shame. Meanwhile, no, that, for shame. Jason Tatum. No, that is that. Shame. <laughs> Shame. And Jason Smith. Shame. And TJ, meanwhile, Shame. Jason Tatum, post-game meal tonight, Apple turnovers, TJ. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door because no bs is allowed we keep it 100 this is where real conversations happen listen to the right or wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C. And trending topics on social media. As well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Shame. I know. School's back in. I I know. I got to wear it. I apologize. I need to say I'm sorry to America and the world. Should we ring the bell 10 times like they do when uh, we have the passing of a wrestler? (laughs) (laughs) Well, now ring the bell ceremoniously. The 10 10 times. 10 bells. Only we're not retiring this take. No, (laughs) no, no, no. This one lives forever. Uh, Shame. Shame. Yes. Yes. Shame. Yes. Shame. I told you, yes, yes. <laughs> I told you for a while now how good a player Jason Tatum is. The sp- shame, shame, the s- shame. 
Now I think there's a trolley coming that's going to take us all out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it one of those that we get on and we have to pedal while we drink or something uh, or what? Hey the, par- hey, the party's on right now in the Bay Area. You kidding? I don't know. Uh, I may go join it here in a few minutes. I told you how great a player he was going to be and the superstar he was becoming. I told you he was going to win the NBA MVP next year and watch him announce that candidacy in the NBA Finals. Hey. And he is the overwhelming favorite to be the Finals MVP for the Celtics. Shame. Yes. And he was just awful. And I, I know, I know. I perpetrated a fraud with all of my backing of Jason Taylor. Well, now here you go, though. Current odds, and and I'm finding this. uh, Well, it's it's a little bit dated. We'll see if it changes. But (laughs) but it it came came via uh, covers.com. And look, it's you you searching, trying to get something in the last minute. But yet, Giannis, Luca, Joel Embiid, those are the only three in the early odds that are favored over Jason Tatum. He is tied with Jokic and Durant. It's only three better, so you're not far off. Other people are betting with their cash and not just yammering on the air. No, I'm happy that that people. You're but other I, believers. I have to go by what ju- what just happened. I I was a fraud, man. I mean, come on. There people are putting the wilt picture from the hundred point yeah. game with him holding up the hundred because he got a hundred turnovers in the NBA. Yeah, playoffs. but if they take a picture of him from after the game, I don't know that I've ever seen someone hang their head like he has. That's the thing I'm concerned about, and that's something Rick Buecher referenced with it when he joined us last hour. Is I don't know. There, there's just something there from a, a psychological standpoint that you, that you're wondering about uh, in, in terms of he, is he all right with this? Because right? like obviously a lot of attention is way. This is why I said last night that the only way the Celtics are going to win tonight is if they got fortuitous officiating. And it started out that way. Like, I think Clay started the game with two fouls. All right, we're going to help you out here. The side with Clay and Draymond, you're going to be able to get down there. Nope, nope, nope. Tatum had three. Smart had three. No, they were. Tatum was just awful. And superstars, you want to be a superstar. I mean, that was that – was, you, you just can't play like that. And I didn't see that coming for him. I, I can't believe the Celtics couldn't find a way to adjust. They kept doing the same things over and over and hoping that just doing them over and over was going to change things. I, I, again, I'm sh- I feel shame because I drove that Jason Tatum bandwagon and now it's got four flat tires and the roof got ripped off. And it's not, it's like the, it's like the bus that was under attack in season two of Stranger Things and they were hiding the school bus. And it's getting ripped apart by Mind Flayer and everything else. I, there's nothing I could do. I was driving that bus, and now that bus ain't going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, you want to take that take back as much as people want Drake to remove his album from circulation before it hits midnight in Hawaii. That's the running joke. <laughs> and someone just posted this. This is fantastic. Drake and Kendrick making albums in 2022, and it's a picture of Emmett Smith in a Cardinals uniform and Jerry Rice in a Seahawks uniform. <laughs> so take that. So take that with your uh, Jason Tatum take that I'm sure you'll be hearing about at How About a Fresca quite often. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Shame. Yes, I know. Shame. Oh, I know. I'm going to hear shame. that in my sleep tonight. I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and go, what? Who's ringing that bell telling me shame? Shame. Isn't that the Oops. bell that right before uh, that woman got run into the dinghy on uh, Jaws? <laughs> you can oh, hear yeah. the bell. <laughs> They're going to hey, play that, that drop bell? for you at the drive-thru at McDonald's. Oh, man. Hey, I'd like a... Uh, yeah, now listen. I'd what like happened a, to that guy? Ring I'd the like, bell. I'd like a Big Mac with extra cheese and uh, extra sauce, please. Thank you. I appreciate that. 
I thought, you gonna, I thought you were gonna play the Tom Hanks. That too. <laughs> Ah, Twitter and I'm out of Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. I'm lightheaded. Congrats to the Warriors. Shane, ben Maller is wear next. it, Boston. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.